Uh, so the latest on Poland and NATO situation, the overnight findings now suggest that that stray missile that hit Poland actually fired by the Ukrainian forces at incoming Russian missiles, so not a direct strike from Russia. Um, Zelensky had initially suggested the strike was a significant escalation and had prompted Biden to call an emergency meeting of G7 and NATO leaders. Well, joining me now, strategic analyst Paul Buchanan. Morning, Paul. Good morning, Kate. So, How are you? I'm good. So a lot of yesterday's speculation was essentially people and officials jumping the gun a bit, right? Absolutely. You know, that's uh, this is a clear example of what is known as the fog of war. Uh, there was a barrage of Russian missiles raining down on the Ukraine, and the Russians are targeting civilian infrastructure. And uh, But it being clear within hours that the debris that was found in Poland uh, was indeed Russian-made, but the serial numbers on the metal, you know, the, the engine cowling that they found there, uh, was an old Soviet Union-era uh, S-300 missile. S-300s are anti-aircraft or anti-missile, so there's no way that it could have been aimed deliberately at Poland. And yet, uh, including politicians in this country, people decided to uh, blame the Russians for a deliberate target. They invoked Article 5 of NATO, which is the collective defense clause, and uh, the march to war was on. But fortunately, and I, I will disagree with you on Biden, Cooler heads prevailed, waited to see the evidence, and now what we have is a very unfortunate accident. Uh, the Ukrainians would be good to pay reparations and apologize, and quite frankly, uh, this is the, the uh, except for the people who were killed, is probably the best outcome that we could have for our, a, a military incident of this sort. Yeah, you're probably right on Biden, to be honest. In fact, worse than that, of course, would have been Trump. Uh, who now bears the blame for the two deaths in Poland then from the strike? The Ukrainians. Because, and, because the, you know, the, the for example, Britain's Foreign Secretary was busy saying this is still Russia's fault because they're the ones who were, you know, they started an airstrike. Yeah, I guess in the in, you know in the broader sense, uh, you know the Russian invasion is to blame. Uh, you know, agreed there, but this was a was, you know that's a strategic issue. This was a tactical error. This old missile system misfired, and uh, instead of you know hitting its target in the air, uh, turned around and uh, went into Polish territory. Um, you know, it, 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 it's the Ukrainians' fault. They were operating a very old system. Yes, they were under barrage by the Russians. But at the end of the day, the people who pulled the trigger are responsible for the consequence. And I think the Ukrainians will uh, will not only understand this, but they will accept responsibility. It's it's again, it's the unfortunate tragedy of war, and we can blame the Russians on you know over the long term. But the specific incident, let's put it this way, the Russians are not going to pay reparations to the families of the dead. The Ukrainians more than likely will. What's Russia's response to the blame and criticism they got from NATO? I mean, does this all empower Putin? Uh, no, I don't think it helps them very much. On the other hand, uh, I will say that the, the rush to judgment by NATO, and particularly its secretary general, was a bit untoward. I mean, usually you wait uh, here, I'm an open source intelligence fellow, and within hours, I, I saw the pictures of the metal on the ground with the Cyrillic lettering and the serial numbers uh, by analysts in Europe. So if I could see that, then the Secretary General of NATO 
would have been better uh, placed to parse his words when it came to blame. But this is now we're into political spin. And quite frankly, I don't think you have to spin the Russian invasion. It's illegal. Uh, it's barbaric. I mean, there's no reason to pile on uh, in the case of a tragic mistake. I don't think it's going to help the Russians except in the propaganda wars. They could say, look at these guys use Russian equipment uh, and they fire it off haphazardly and they you know, wiped out some people in the neighbor. Uh, that's not our fault. Uh, but the audience that will be receptive to that will be confined to, you know, pro-Putin forces in Russia and nowhere else. Yeah, exactly. Paul, thanks very much for being with us. Paul Buchanan, who is a strategic analyst. I think I just worry about Biden in general because he just seems to not have a clue what's ever going on around him, which in this case might have actually been beneficial. 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. And when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems. Or a but. I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.